Did you hear that? What? What? That. That noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. Mountain Dew! I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. There's a beer for you out of there, too. Gee, thanks. I'm here to help. I'm here to write. I'm here to produce. But I'm also here to help, Jake. Here to get me drunk. And I'm here to also help get you drunk, yeah. Happy Halloween! It's Halloween! It's Halloween, baby! Did you think we were going to make it to our, well, technically our third Halloween together? Did you think you were that we were going to um, survive this long? I mean, not as a couple, but I mean as people with the COVID and all. Yeah. You did? You were like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. We're going to make it. How are you, Jake? I'm stoned. You're stoned? Jake... Your tunnel energy, that's that's a vibe. Secret tunnel energy. So basically, it's Halloween, and I wanted to hook you guys up with a couple of bonus episodes. So earlier today, you did get one spooky bonus story. One. A spooky. About a snake. It was about a snake, kind of. Ew. Yeah, it was like... I don't like this theme you have, where I tell you something I don't like. And, and then I do, do a thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to listen to it, but... <laughs> It was really spooky. That was the first bonus episode. I wanted to hook you guys up with a second bonus episode. It's going to be sort of like the ones we do on Sunday, but it's going to be shorter. A shorter. Just a shorter version. Gonna be the Danny DeVito. And I'm not going to give you a bonus uh, story at the end because we still have to do our full length episode because I don't like the one we did. <laughs> we are going to talk about Cheeseman Park. I like cheese. You I like, like parks. parks? Is this the place in Denver? It is in Denver. It is in Denver. Have you been to there? Driven past it. You driven past yeah. it? I have never I've only honestly been to Denver like a few times and it's always for concerts and shit, so I've never had time to go to Cheeseman Park. Exactly. I think my friend lives by Cheeseman Park now. That's pretty swanky. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I learned just today that that's pretty swanky. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's I actually heard about Cheeseman Park before from a girl, uh, one of my pals I used to work with named Allie. She, Have you ever heard of Cheeseman Park? That's what she said, too. And I was like, no, no. And no, I haven't. Cheeseman Park. <laughs> and then I um, kind of like forgot about it. And then I was thinking, like, what could we do for a fun little? M-? And that is it, baby. So the thing is that, like, I personally feel like Colorado is creepy as fuck, right? Very I mean, at this point, everything's a little creepy. But Colorado in itself just seems to be creepy. True, true. We have a lot of cattle. We have a lot of cattle mutilations. Mutilations and missing. We have a lot of, like, nuclear waste dumps and, like, Air Force bases. Or mustard gas dumps. Mustard gas dumps where, like, we see a lot of UFOs around. I was actually just featured in the Colorado Springs Independent because I saw a UFO. And Heidi Beetle, the author who interviewed me, 
she, the reporter who interviewed me, she was like, hey, isn't that near that nuclear waste plant? And it is. Turns out 8th Street and that, it's like less than five miles. Parallel. So crazy. So there is some kind of weird mm, shit stuff. happening beyond no the fact Juju. yeah beyond the fact that we've got like alfred packer like one of the first cannibals in america well plus the fact that like if we move to more modern times we have chris uh chris watts happened in colorado john yes, benet ramsey yes. happened in colorado there is actually so many i cannot list columbine. them all columbine happened here there's so much weird shit I just think Colorado is such a creepy place. And that's where we live. That's our home. So I would really love. I was if you really, could leave. No, just kidding. If you could leave. No, I was really excited to do like a Colorado-centric little baby bonus episode. Yeah. And I put bone S episode, like B-O-N-E dash S. And you'll understand why later. Bonus. <laughs> bonus. Bone us episode. Denver is cute, though. I feel like Denver's like the cutest part of Colorado, right? That's like the metropolitan hub. It's, it's, it's got its charm. It's got its charm, I feel like. Yeah, it's charm. We have like cute um yeah, it's fucking fancy there. Denver is sort of like where people come if they're visiting Colorado. Like yeah, that's where the airport's not that's really why we like it. that's why we like it, yeah. But Denver's where the airport is. It's like a big deal up there. It's sort of like and Philadelphia. It's got, it's got what? Blue Lucifer. 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 Up at the Denver International Airport. Mm, that's, a hub. <laughs> that's its own episode. <laughs> um so you've never been to Cheeseman Park, but you've driven past it yes. and your homie might live near there, sort of. OK, so have you heard any stories about Cheeseman Park? Like, what do you know? It's not made out of cheese. <laughs> did you test it. that, Jake? Look at me in yeah, the eyes. I did. OK, well, at least There's you're no honest. There's no cheese anywhere around there. Actually. Did you eat dirt, Jake? No. OK, well, if you did, you're going to wish no. you didn't after I tell you this story. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh, wow. Um, also, the area around Cheeseman Park is like its own thing. Like Liberty Cap Hill? It is, yeah. Capitol Hill is included in that. And Cheeseman Park itself is like its own little area. They're just surrounded by like woods and that they little reservoir. Liquor store right Do they? The street from there. And One Up is right there. Oh, tight. So we have kind of been near there. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know how close we were. For sure, for sure. That's wild. I had no idea. So, but yeah, if you look up real estate in that area, it's like two hundred thousand dollars for a condo, like at in oh, the yeah. middle of other houses. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those houses are expensive. Millions, millions. Yeah. That's the nice part of it. It is. It is. There's mansions and shit out there. It's I really think crazy. Of like, this is where Tim the Toolman Taylor would live. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. It is all like these cute little like bungalows and and beyond that it's like fancy condos attached to other fancy condos. You could tell skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah. It's a really well to do, like expensive place. It's sort of it's popular too. Like apparently there's always people and joggers and pets and stuff walking in Cheeseman Park. Yeah. I I've never seen it, but I've seen one up around that area and it was hella busy. <laughs> no parking. It's a popular place. Um it's located right on like Franklin and Eighth Cheeseman yep. Park, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And it's rated as the number three most bikeable neighborhood. That's Bike friendly. Um that's a title. It is a title. I mean for sure Northside Pueblo's never gotten that. Mm-mm. So I'm not gonna talk shit. And Eastside Pueblo's got a title. <laughs> <laughs> Um, most of the neighborhood is actually just the park because that takes up actually 80.7 acres. 80 acres? 80 yeah, acres. Huge. It's a sick park, though. It is sick. It's totally sick. It's named after Walter Scott Cheeseman. 
no idea why he's a businessman. I don't really, I didn't look up how it got to be there because the he's history. A he's a cheesemonger. He made the place popular. No, that's not true. I made that up. But I didn't get to really look into that side of the history because what I'm about to tell you, I mean, there's so much to dissect here. <laughs> we don't have time to talk about how Walter got involved. <laughs> In 1859, Mount Prospect Cemetery was established. In Denver. In Denver. It was 160 acres, and Denver was brand fucking new. It was just established by a general named William Larimer. I'd call this... I already did that. Mount Prospect Cemetery in Denver. Back in the day, people chilled in the cemetery. It was like normal for people to have... It was like a park. It was like a park, yeah. People would have picnics... And go hang out with their kids there. I don't know. And they picked that place in particular to be Mount Prospect Cemetery because it had the highest, like, um, yeah, it was the highest point for quite some space. So, like, hundreds of miles. So, it got really good views. You can see, like, literally hundreds of miles if you stand up there, which probably you can't now because because buildings. But that's why they picked it. Um, People would put their rich in there and they would put it in the nice part which is like right in the middle uh-huh. this was at the time the outskirts of denver so it God, this is like central denver now yeah exactly it's yeah. so crazy denver's so huge but uh at the time it was the very fringe of denver so rich people would bury their people their dead their in the middle and then like pretty much the last money the less money you had the further out you were it's not made of cheese, and there it was a cemetery. So the like paupers, the vagrants, the criminals—they were buried on the very edge. The rich people were in the middle, the very which, center, and I mean, then well, the center sucks, honestly, because you got to walk all the way in there. All the way in there. So I would want to be on the outside, personally. Me and you would be on the outside, babe. Yeah, right we're as you walk in, right to the left. Right to the left, immediately to the left, and then the middle class people would be like somewhere in between. In the middle of the outside, but not the middle. Outside looking in. <laughs> um, it became... Okay, so... The first body... Okay, the first body was buried... What? Huh? Oh, never mind. Sorry, it's a cemetery. I thought that was supposed to be spooky. The first body... Uh, well, it is a cemetery, so it's not really that spooky. But the Bodies first are supposed to be buried. They there. <laughs> are supposed to be buried there. The first person buried there was buried March twentieth, eighteen fifty nine, of some kind of. He died of some kind of lung disease. Tuberculosis, probably. But that's not super scary or anything. COVID, maybe. Who knows? <clears throat> Back in the day, they called um, tuberculosis like the withering. So he had the withering and he died. I had the withering. <laughs> so they put him in the cemetery, but that's not a super spicy story. So legend actually has it that the first person there that was buried there was a murderer. That's not true. Um, it was just Fake some guy ass. with lung disease. The next person buried there was, was a, murderer. a murderer. He was. He got hanged, actually. Whoa. So that's why he because was he did dead. all the murdering? Because he murdered someone. Nope. Yeah. So uh, don't get me wrong. The second person there... Yeah, the first person. Definitely no. Um, because Wikipedia. Wikipedia. So, because of all the like unfavorable people buried there, it got some shitty nicknames like Old Boneyard and Boot Hill 
and eventually like they called it the this guy this outlaw guy got shot to death outside of it and he got buried there and they called it like his ranch or whatever it was all just sick it is kind of sick the dakota ranch (laughs) it's all just dabs though because really that place was starting to kind of lose popularity with anybody this place is an actual shithole it's a shithole buried him too far into the sand yeah eventually the edge is the good part the edge that's the best one Eventually, General Larimer left Denver, and Mount Pros—I'm so sorry, I forgot. Mount Prospect Cemetery. Mount prostitute. I almost did say prostitute. Mount Prospect Cemetery was claimed by John Wally. John Wally was really bad at gravekeeping. I claim this cemetery for me. Yeah, I have no idea how that works. John Wally was not a good gravekeeper. As a matter of fact, it was so decrepit and falling apart that people just started to live there. And let their cattle graze there. Oh, that's funny because people live in Cheeseman Park now. Yeah. But this is like the equivalent of homeless camps and people just have their goats like eating grass like out Cheeseman the cemetery. Park now. Yeah, right. Um, it was really run down and eventually the city was so bothered by it, it was so run down that they were like, Why do we even have this anymore? Oh, I don't have that. Whoa. Are you saying Cheeseman Park is buried on a cemetery? And they were like, we want a park instead. So this also... That makes sense why it would be spooky then. Very spooky. This was also stolen land. Stolen land. Just like all the other land in America. Yeah, but this land was super stolen because super. the whole time that these white people were living there, it legally belonged to the Arapaho tribe. So... Uh, excuse me, white people. You, uh, you're doing it again. Actually, over there. In 18, you're doing it again. In 1872, the government claimed the land. The ocean blue. No. Oh, sorry. Um, in 1872, the government claimed the land as federal land. We declare just like they do. Just like they do. So they stole the stolen land, basically, and And then that makes it not stolen. No, it's not stolen anymore, you guys. And then they sold it to Denver for two hundred dollarinos. That's it. That's it. I wish I would have been around for that. I'll give you $300. I'll give you $350 right now. We're going to call it Dill Park, and it's going to be an ode to my dog. And Haley Dill Park. Um, And it became the Denver City Cemetery. But it didn't get any better. People still didn't take care of it. At this point, people were coming in like defacing graves. Do you remember that one? You want to go do something to that grave? We don't have any spray paint yet. Spray paint hasn't been invented, Tyler but we Pepper can shit on it. Has been invented, <laughs> but we can still light poo on fire. It's hilarious. So Put it in that satchel. January 25th, 1890, they decided it was time to turn it into a park. Finally. Step one, move all the bodies. Got it. So they reached out to anybody who had bodies there, anybody that they could find with living relatives. They reached out and they said, hey, that dead body that you have, your dead grandpa, you got 90 days to move him. That's such a government thing to do. Hey, um, you got to move that body. You got to move your dead grandpa. I know you're not over it. I know you just buried him last been, week. I've been like, nah, fam. I'm not going to do that, ain't, sir. Ain't going to happen. I'm not going to do that. Well, and the thing is that they didn't offer to pay for any of it. So, yeah, people still had to pay for like, no. first of all, for someone to dig them up and then move them and then bury them again. I can't imagine what that would cost at all. 40 acres of Denver City Cemetery was sold to a church, and it was renamed Mount Calvary Cemetery, and that cemetery got to stay. 
at least for a while. How lucky would you be to just be like, oh, we're actually going to build a cemetery over this part of the cemetery. And you're just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing about the cemetery was that it was kind of divided up in like a really fucked up way. Maybe it's not fucked up, but I'm not religious and I'm white, so I feel like it's fucked up. But um, basically they would have all the different religions buried in separate little johns and like the different races too. So there was like a little area that was like the Chinese people. There was a little area for Jews, a little area for Catholics, a little area for Protestants. Like I feel like that's fucked up, but I don't know. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be if you're religious. I don't know. But um, the Chinese people showed up and actually paid to fly their bodies back to China. Maybe they weren't flying them, I don't know. But they paid to get them back to China. So that's how serious people took it. Um, but these people that were able to come and take their dead and move them had money. Nobody came for the shitties on the outside of the cemetery. You know, they live in the shitties. They lived in the shitties. They lived as shitties were not doing it. Jim Astor was hired in 1893 to move the bodies that hadn't been claimed. This is actually three years. They told him they had 90 days, but this is three years later. Jim Astor was hired, and they were like, hey, we just need you to move these bodies. We'll pay you per body. Dig them up. Dig them out. Move them. Put them in a fresh box and move them. So James... Uh, provide the box, too? Yeah, I think so. Rude. Jim Astor... He signs up. He's like, sure, I can do this. No problem. And as he's moving the bodies, he's like looting the graves because he's a scumbag. As, as one would. As one would. And one day while he's doing this, he digs up the body, he pulls out the grave, and he feels a hand around his ankle. Whoa. And then it goes up. He feels another <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, it does. He feels another hand on Getting his thigh. Frisky. He feels another hand right on his waist. He feels another on his shoulder. And then he feels... The pressure of boots sinking into the back of his calves. It knocks him to the ground, and then he feels a full human crawl onto his shoulders. But there's no one there, obviously. A full-size adult climbing onto his shoulders like he is going to shit right down his back. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. But also, I literally just saw Clementine push Tony to the ground. (laughs) That's really fucked so James quit and he ran away and he never came I'm done. back. I'm done. Keep your money. I'm done. So in comes E.P. McGovern. That's got his it. name. Anything with a Mick, he's going to get the job done. He's got it. They agreed that for each body he moved and boxed up fresh, he would get a dollar ninety. That's it. Yep. I'd have been like, yo, I got to pay a guy. <laughs> he's got to pay a guy. And then we gotta get a box. So that's like three bucks tops. Tops. Um, he was moving them all to Riverside Cemetery. He started on March, March 14th, 1893. And a crowd gathered to watch, both curious reporters and just people who were like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? Everything was going fine until... Oh, no, I didn't take any of the gold with anything. They're still wrapped up <laughs> in the here. shit. It's fine. But McGovern decided that he wanted extra money. Like you said, 190 isn't a lot per body. And he thought... How many thought, bodies were there? Huh? How many bodies were there? Thousands, like 4,000. Wow. A lot. But uh, he decided that there was a way he could make more. He could triple his profits, babe. He decided sensibly, like anyone would, to start chopping up the bodies and, putting them, and putting them into kids' coffins. You could fit one adult body into three kids' coffins because the coffins for children were about 
uh, three and a half feet long. What was the purpose? So that he could charge three times as much. Three coffins instead of one. That's still one body, sir. It's, it's not. It's three different bodies. Don't worry. Meanwhile, he's leaving graves open. Nobody is keeping watch. So people are coming and stealing shit just willy-nilly. They're calling it souvenir collecting, but literally they're stealing shit Ugh. from dead bodies. There's body parts. How do you guys have the zoomies right now? There's body parts everywhere. Just thrown, spewing. Yeah. Oh, the leg and arm. My head. Denver Republican, which was a popular newspaper at the time, put out an article Ugh, called. Sounds was horrible. It was well back in the day. Republicans were like the anti-slavery ones, so I don't oh, know. Okay. It was all backwards back then. But they put out an article called "The Work of Ghouls." The date was March nineteenth, eighteen ninety-three. He started on March fourteenth, so it only took five days for him to decide to start chopping people up. <laughs> yeah, if only there was a faster way to do this. Stop uh, waiting. Uh, no, 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 no. Put the shovels away. Get the saws. Get the saws. The saws from the truck. You got a hatchet? Um, hack them. This article put McGovern on blast. As on blast as you could be in 1893. It was like, he's nasty. He's doing terrible Have shit. you heard? Chopping people up, etc. Um, I heard he even touches them. Probably he does. So the mayor terminates the contract and fires McGovern. And then he builds a little fence, a little wooden fence around it to keep people out. There's still open graves. Don't get me wrong. And there's still body parts laying around. But it was time for step two, Bay. And do you want to know what step two is? Fill the holes. Do it anyway. So 1894, they start to grade and level for the park. Yeah, of course. The graves stayed open until 1902. They're called water features now. Now. Um, in 1902, they actually filled them with shrubs. Put your shrubs here. You throw, throw a shrub if in the hole. If anybody wants, you can throw a cabbage in there, too. That's fine. The park was finished in 1907. They never moved 2,000 bodies. In 1909, Gladys Cheeseman Evans and her rich, stupid mom donated a marble pavilion with the caveat that it would never be moved. Do you want to see it? You make it nice. Don't worry about the bodies. Can it we looks go there? good. We can absolutely go there. Um, so it, obviously that's still there to this day. In 1923, the Hebrew bodies were moved to their respective cemeteries. So I don't know how that worked. They were like, please enjoy the park, but don't come over here because we're busy digging up bodies. There's Hebrews over here. That site in particular where they moved the bodies from, um, the Hebrew bodies from, is now the Congress Park Reservoir. In 1950, Mount Calvary Cemetery was moved and they sold the money back to the state. They sold the sold land. The they stole the land back to the state. I was like, what? <laughs> and that's where Denver Botanical Gardens is now. Love Denver Botanical Gardens. Yeah. I've been there. Used to be a Catholic cemetery. Damn. Okay. <laughs> A little more fucked up than I thought. Yeah. So there's still 2,000 bodies buried in and around Cheeseman Park. People around there see and hear ghosts all the fucking time. They usually look sad and confused. A lot of people report knocking on their window or door. Dang, I know how we can get a cheap-ass house. Say it's haunted? We'd be like, it's buried on bodies. You didn't tell us that. You didn't tell us it was buried on bodies. For free, free ninety nine. <laughs> um, people also hear moans from where the <laughs> open. 
from where the open graves used to be. Okay. And they also hear whispers that get more intense the closer they get to these places that used to be open graves. If you go at night, you might be walking along the path and you might catch a glimpse of a child who's crying alone. A child. A child. (laughs) What's worse than a rapist? A child. <laughs> Naturally, you would walk towards the kid, right? Because you want to make sure that... No. No? We've covered this. Well, if you did walk towards the kid to help him, the kid might run a little further down the path. I don't know. Still crying and stuff. And you hey, go get a little, back here, little fucker. You go a little further, and right in front of your eyes, they disappear. All right, last time I helped a kid. <laughs> you also might hear the voice of a woman singing quietly to herself. Or... You might see the outlines of the graves that are no longer there. Now, someone will just be like, yeah, woman, shut up. Shut up. Shut your whore mouth. Shut your whore mouth. Um, people also report seeing things at the botanical gardens, including figures and somebody asking them for a light. But they have a broken jaw that's hanging off. Happy Halloween. Are you scared? I mean, I wouldn't go walking in Cheeseman Park nowadays before this story, but I'm definitely not walking there at night now. <laughs> that could have been our Halloween adventure. I mean, honestly. Enjoy. This is a special spooky bonus episode for you guys. Bone is get it because they were cutting up bodies. Ew. Yeah, you get it now. Um, tune in Boner because we us. still have our regular episode coming out tomorrow. Regular episode. Very scary. And don't forget to drink water. Don't forget to drink water. Thank you very much. Bye.